0: hello good afternoon from beautiful Vancouver British Columbia I'm talking about fate versus free will why the hell am I talking about this fate versus free will what the hell's the point why is this question even important why does this matter to you why should you even care it's actually a really important question when you really think about it today I'm gonna actually talk about this conversation because I feel like I have answered it I feel like I and it wasn't always I don't claim to always have the solution to everything Uh, I definitely have a long way to go and a lot to learn Uh, I just figured this out and um, it's very important because if you don't get this you don't have any authority of your life you don't use another excuse me you don't use the authority that is God given to you and outside things run your life and there's no worse idea that I have in my life in my mind than looking at ourselves from this perspective that's why I have this photograph in my um, apartment this is the earthrise photo I love looking at it as a reminder it's a you know, it's a message, it's a reminder for me and it's also kind of like the logo of the Overview method which is a tool that I teach to help you clear your past attachment woundings so you can create healthy relationships and expand the space between stimulus and response and there's no more terrible of an idea that I have than me living my entire life on that planet completing an entire 95 years or however long and I didn't do it my way Frank Sinatra's Frank Sinatra's um, song you know I love that song and I did it my way regrets I've had a few um, I want that song to be played at my funeral I say it now I'm going to put that in my will note to self that in my will I'm gonna definitely put that in my will uh, because I want at the end of my life for me to look back and say I did it my way so in order for you to get to that point because that's really what it's all about isn't it what are we here for so that by the end of it and I take my very last breath on this planet just letting you know we are here for a temporary time as you scroll through social media uh, you're kind of maybe numbing yourself out on your computer I'm here to awaken you. Social media can be used to awaken rather than to to uh, put you to sleep. I'm here to awaken you. These transmissions are purely for that purpose. You don't want to be at the end of your life thinking I didn't do it my way and if you want to be like that, you want to get to that point where, when you take your last breath you're able to say I did what I, I, did what I love with whom I loved, where I loved. Okay, I I do I did what I loved with whom I loved where I love where I loved, okay? So how do you do that? How do you finish your life and be able to say that? How do you create that? Well, we got to answer this question fate versus free will. The question is, is an age-old philosophical existential question is you know what? What's the point? Is everything predetermined? is everything uh, already set up and predetermined for me or do i have free will on how things go is it just destiny is it just the universe do i have that let me know what you think right now i want you to just give me like a, uh, an idea what do you think about that all right if you're new to this community um, welcome my name's doctor Nima romani just answer that question right now because i wanna go into it. I want you to engage in this transmission. I want this to be an actual thing where you like let this be a meditation rather than a distraction. Let's get you connected. Take a moment and 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 first write where you're signing in from. Number 1 and number 2, what what do you think the answer to that question is? Is it fate? Is it fate or is it predetermined? Excuse me, is it predetermined fate or do I have a free will? Write in the comment section. I'm curious. And if you're watching it on replay, put hashtag replay, write it out, and then give me your big takeaways from this transmission. I really wanna be able to engage with you. I'm 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 really inspired by this conversation. This conversation is probably the most conversation you most important conversation you're gonna have. Okay, it's big. It's huge. Now, here's I wanna start, I wanna answer that question as you write out what you you know what you believe to be true I want to answer that question for you now to answer that question I'm gonna start by um, a quote by Carl Jung who is a uh, psychoanalyst he was uh, Freud's student and I love his work a lot of the work that I do uh, is inspired by Carl Jung and he said until you make the unconscious conscious it will rule your life and you'll call it fate. Let me say it again. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will rule your life and you'll call it fate. In other words, we are run unconsciously, without our even knowing, by complexes, neuronal patterns, nervous system wiring habits, let's call it, uh, Carl Jung called them unconscious complexes, we now today understand them to be nervous system patternings, nervous system behavioral patternings, reactions to um, reactions to conditioning, nervous system conditioning. Okay, we are run by these this nervous system conditioning. In other words, nervous system conditioning in other words, the things that have happened to our pa- from our past, our woundings and traumas <clears throat> that are stained in our nervous system causing a disruption of flow, causing us to adapt to those traumas. If you, for example, um, <clears throat> uh, had physical violence, physical abuse growing up. Um, when someone raises their voice, all of a sudden your nervous system goes into a conditioned patterning of protection and safety. In other words, you don't have like a choice in that. <laughs> if you've had that in your past and then I walk up to you and then I raise my voice or you were in like the a, a war, You have you're a, a veteran from a war with post-traumatic stress disorder and then you walk outside during July 4th weekend and there's fireworks all along, you are, you don't have a choice. There's no free will there. Does that make sense? Those unconscious complexes, which are nervous system conditioning habits, are hardwired into your nervous system. Okay? That is all, is what's running your life unconsciously 95% of the day. You're unconscious, being run by these complexes, and if that's the case, do you have fate, or do you have free will running the show? Do you really have free will when these unconscious complexes, which are wounds and traumas from your upbringing, number one. Number two, the wounds and traumas and shames and guilts and anxieties from your parents downloaded onto your nervous system which is what we do to our kids oh my god a spider like a child is you know walking around and then oh they're like oh look mom a spider Ah! spider you're gonna die okay let's say that's what happens what happens to the kid he literally has a stress reaction he gets this incredible surge of neurochemistry that now hardwires in his nervous system which didn't start with him, and it wasn't even the spider. It was the parent, through no fault of their own. Why? Because they're being run by unconscious complexes, and that response was a very predictable pattern, was a very predictable response based on the neuronal conditioning of the nervous system of the mother, who then, based on her trauma, boom, downloads it onto the kid. (laughs) Kid starts crying whatever, and now what's the kid gonna do when he sees a spider? Boom! Does this make sense? Is this landing for you? Let me know if this is resonating. You're starting to get what I'm saying because if you're really picking up what I'm putting down, you'll understand that your life is not free will. (laughs) I realize this. Your life is not a sense of free will. There's a scene in the movie The Matrix where um, Neo goes up to Morpheus and says, Morpheus, um, you know, Morpheus has his first meeting with Neo. Do you remember that? Let me know. Oh, I saw that movie. Let me know if you know what I'm talking about, which scene. Morpheus starts to introduce the concept of the Matrix, that you're not really, like, the world that you see out there is not real, that there's other things going on, and you're seeing an illusion. And Neo was very um, put off by this. He was very uh, disgusted by it. And he said one thing that really resonated with me. He turned and said, I just don't like the idea that I'm not the one in control. And Morpheus says, I know exactly what you mean, Neo. It's one of my favorite scenes because it's like, this is what I do with my clients. (laughs) the moment when they realize usually during our programs it's usually around the three to four week point of us doing the work in the trigger proof work in our intimacy upgrade program where it just hits them it's like I remember Suzanne just happened like a couple weeks ago She's just like doing this work really learning how to increase the capacity of her nervous system, healing her past, connecting with her inner child. She's doing this, not getting it, and then all of a sudden, boom, it hits her. Holy shit. I am completely amazed by the degree that that I've been unconscious. It's a really shitty moment when you realize. Let me know if you know what I'm talking about. The moment where you realize that you haven't been the one in control in fact James Hollis who is a fan of a student of of Carl Jung's work says the first half of life is a giant mistake (laughs) which means you think that you've had control you think that you've had free will when in fact you haven't you have been governed by unconscious complexes that didn't start that that kind of didn't even start with your own wounds that you got from mom and dad it was going on for their parents their parents their them, their parents the Holocaust maybe they were Holocaust survivors maybe they were war did uh, they, they survived the Great Depression that stress is downloaded and downloaded and downloaded and then boom you're born and from the first from the age zero to age eight you are a sponge downloading the beliefs your parents so tell me is there really free will in that you've been listening to the trigger proof podcast designed to teach you the most important skill necessary for a dramatically changing world which is nervous system regulation becoming trigger proof doesn't mean trigger less it means learning how to regulate ourselves bring us back to center so that we can then be governed by our purpose rather than from our wounds. Anytime there's reactivity, there's a wound. And if you're curious and inspired to learn more, join us at Breathwork and Badassery or the overview experience and a combination of both actually helps you do the work. The answer is no. Not at that stage. But I don't want to just give you bad news. This is not just about giving you bad news. I really want to end this by telling you the great news about it. Caleb's a guy I've been working with for the past few months, and when he reached out, he had been dealing with so much anxiety. There was... Infidelity in his marriage. There was a deep sense of shame, sense of codependency, sense of lack of ability to regulate himself. Him and his wife were just completely on two different stratospheres, and he was not in a good place. And he had uh, earlier tried to commit suicide, didn't work, and was hospitalized, stole a car from the hospital escaped from the hospital, stole a car and crashed it and just completely fucking like blew up his life. has that ever happened to you? by the way, not those specific things but when he was telling me I was like kind of chuckling inside not in a not in a bad way but laughing at myself the cosmic giggle how I did my own version of that I blew up my life I I completely blew the fuck out of my life just a just a couple years ago <laughs> so I'm chuckling because I, I now have gone through the whole um, I I've gone through the entire process of healing it which is a lifelong thing we're always healing it and um, but i could totally see a lot of myself in him and so that's a really magic moment when i have a call with a discovery call with a client it really makes my heart sing when i see myself in that person and i'm like oh it would be amazing to work with you uh because when you show up really committed you show up coachable you show up very vulnerable uh there's no there's i have no choice but to really hold space for that cuz i've been there before so the climb began and we got him to a place where he just hated himself all his life he was a um, he was a um, uh, foster child so there were periods of time because his father was just not really well mentally that he was placed in foster homes and because there was so much fear and so much loneliness and so much emotional pain that what his younger self decided to do was to fragment away from to dissociate from his body to get into his mind to get into his head became very intelligent highly and highly intelligent highly good at you know thinking five steps ahead to survive very good at connecting with people he started to adapt to those traumas and got some amazing superpowers as we all do post-traumatic stress always brings us post-traumatic growth and you already know that he wasn't really connected to that he didn't understand that before people work with us we get their physical bodies connected with their superpowers because of our traumas from childhood we become fragmented from ourselves so we don't really integrate those superpowers and use them to our advantage because we're so busy you know trying to be one side and running away from our shadows that's what was happening with Caleb and so there was one he had a really difficult time connecting with himself the first couple of weeks it was tough because he didn't want to look at himself he didn't want to even look at himself as a younger child when we would do inner child work and i would guide him there he was just like he's such a stupid kid he was judging the shit out of himself until finally there was a moment where he was the practice was starting to take and he we had a session where his tears flowed Of absolute empathy towards his younger self who had no other choice but to behave the way that he did because of a lack of you know direction from a father that was not well and there was one moment where he was like doing really shitty and went to see a counselor or a therapist and the counselor or therapist had told him when he was 18 said your father has bipolar he's mentally ill and you're gonna have it too your life is destined to repeat just like your father. And so, that was, a that's a, the counselor, like a counselor kind of implanted that idea. Now, I'm I'm pretty sure the counselor didn't say that to him in those words. But that's what his 18-year-old self made it mean. That's exactly what happened. From that moment, an idea was planted in his brain that, My dad did this too. My dad has this illness. I have the same illness as my father. And I'm going to be a fuck up and blow up my family just like my dad did. Boom. Trauma. Story. Now is in the body. So guess what's going to happen? When adult Caleb starts to grow. And adult Caleb begins to get married. Have some success in his life. Because of the superpowers that he's achieved, guess what he does? Little Caleb that still believes that he's a fuck-up, and he'll always be like dad, boom, goes off the rails. He has a manic, depressive episode, and he goes and blows up his life. And his, for the last couple of years, his his life has been a shame spiral around all of that, and there's been challenges in, in the relationship, and he hasn't really been able to have any type of... Um, with him within himself you can imagine how difficult that would be so in that situation when we began he realized this was the key keeping all of that story that stuck in his body unconscious his future is predetermined to repeat his father's past let me say that again keeping that trauma those unhealed wounds stored in the body are destined to keep to keep those old stories in the past virtually guaranteeing us to have a future that's predetermined by the sins and the traumas of the past he was moving in that direction until he saw the matrix until he saw until he became conscious of this unconscious story and we have began to start to work on changing that story why because he's now realized that that his past does not necessarily have to be his future his father's past does not in fact what he's doing now as we're working together is getting this new story of you are not your father you are yourself into his body not just an intellectual process. This isn't psychotherapy or counseling. This is getting the new story of you are not your father. You are your own person and creating a new future that is free will of his own design. And he's now starting to see the results. We created a mission statement. We created a new future. And he is the one who's got his vision set we're refining his mission statement he's getting clearer of what he wants to be what he wants to do what he wants to have so that he can at the end of his life when he before he takes his last breath say the most important things that you can confirm did i do what i love where i love with whom i love he's now asking those questions he's healing those old conditioned patterns that keep his future predetermined by his past. Is it fate or is it free will? The answer is it is entirely up to you Neo. It is entirely dependent on your nervous system. Your nervous system determines your reality. That's it. And if it's been stuck in the traumas of a past with an inner child that is completely fragmented from you, with no Guidance Without proper parenting Then my friend in this community that you're watching you're in this community. This is a wake-up call Your future is predetermined If that's there the question is are you worthy and deserving (laughs) Of a future of your own design the final twist is this one of my biggest frustrations when people reach out to work with us they apply and they do the discovery call I know what the big hurdle is the big hurdle is it's not time it's not money it's not oh my husband won't let me this is one of my biggest fucking pet peeves Uh, I have to check with my husband oh god what if he says no That's what i always want to say i'm like so what if he says no that's my challenge well let me check with my husband then i go okay so what if he says no are you leaving it in his hands i understand and appreciate that sometimes financial decisions are family decisions but get him on a call with me i'd love to talk with him i'd love to talk with him to show him what the impact of a life with a wife who is completely at the effect of her old traumas has been like. I guarantee you, whenever husbands get on a call with me, they're like, "You're doing it." I, every well, eight times out of ten, the other two percent where they the, the other twenty percent, you have a good idea that a husband if the husband isn't really supportive of your well-being and healing and isn't doing everything they can, there's something for you to look at that's very telling of the kind of relationship you've created. Not how he is, but he is who he is. You've created. So that's one of my pet peeves. I just had to really address that. By the way, if you have to ask that question, then your future is almost guaranteed to be predetermined. Predetermined by someone else. So I invite you, I invite you to empower yourself to include if that's, you need to include him in that decision. Great. Bring him along. I'd love to talk with him. I'm not, a, I'm not shy. I'm not afraid. I've spoken to a thousand people over the last couple of years. And so I know pretty much when you're going to be successful with this or not. And um, the ones that do, wow, uh, the husbands are like messaging me, thanking me my gosh thank you so or the wives too it works both ways it's just I'm just this is a pattern and I don't mean to 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 paint everyone in the same brush but when that comes up but the point I'm trying to make is those are just excuses I don't have the time I don't have the money you know what I really hear when I hear that is I don't really deserve this I don't deserve the life I desire excuse me that really um, upsets me it upsets me because in order to have a life where you feel safe in your body where you love what you do you do what you love you love who you're with you have to believe you're worthy and deserving of 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 healing you have to you have to feel like you know these affirmations and everything that we do you know believing that you're deserving of it is probably the most important thing you know and Affirmations and prayers, they're great, but action, taking action towards the fulfillment of who you want to be, towards who you're going to become, towards investing in yourself. You have to act. You have to act. You can't just pray and like do affirmations. It's action. It's physical reality action towards your greater version towards receiving the help towards receiving the guidance and in order to take action towards your vision towards your goals towards the life you desire you have to first be willing to feel worthy and deserving of it you have to be worthy and deserving of it that's my question to you do you feel worthy and deserving this is the problem i i can't oh my gosh kathy i don't want to say the last name Kathy's like, I feel like I don't deserve to be healthy. Can you look after my kids? Why? Can you help my kids? They're really struggling mentally. They're in their 20s, they're struggling. Okay, they're learning. They're, they're basically modeling themselves after you. What about taking care of you? If you can resource you, you're better for them. You can help them. You don't need to delegate helping them to someone else. Grab that fucking oxygen mask and put it on so that you can then help your kids this is a big thing mom guilt I don't deserve what I'm really hearing is I don't deserve whenever you give yourself an excuse towards taking action towards changing an old story towards healing your past towards finding the right guidance what I hear is I don't deserve so I want you to dare to deserve it I'm going to leave a link here this weekend we have our breathwork and badassery coming up this Sunday It's in a couple of days where it's three hours where you create a sacred pause and you go find out why the fuck you don't feel worthy and deserving of it (laughs) in a nutshell that's what we do it's pretty painful and so liberating we've had the most amazing transformations happen just in three hours and it's with a side note that it's not going to be permanent that's the start of your process please understand that this is the beginning of a healing journey or a continuation it doesn't end with a three-hour thing but it's it's something that I do in the community that helps people say okay I'm gonna take this time I deserve it you know and so when people say no I'm not ready what they're actually saying is yeah I'm scared obviously but I don't deserve it I'm here to tell you I can't try to convince you to deserve that you deserve it that's not my job to convince you my job is to inspire you to look around at the people who rely on you and what it's costing them to have a watered-down less resilient less emotionally um, stable less healthy version of you what is it costing them are you taking these traumas and passing them further down or are you willing to say I'm worthy and deserve you want to feel worthy and deserving I'll tell you how you do it you realize none of this is your fault you, this unconsciousness was you know downloaded to you from your their your parents by the way imagine if they felt worthy and deserving healing of healing Imagine they felt worthy and deserving of it. How would your life existence, how would your life experience be different if your parents actually felt worthy and deserving and got the help they needed to be able to heal those old attachment wounds? You think that you'd have a a different experience? What if I told you they didn't because they didn't feel worthy and deserving of it? It was too much of a hassle. That's exactly what I hear parents saying now. Oh no, no, my I got to check with my husband. Oh no, I, I have kids that they're, holy crap! You, you are, you owe it to them to create the greatest version. in, in fact, in fact, if you don't, you will pass down that uh, unconsciousness onto them without a doubt. It's how it happened to me. It's how it happened to you. It didn't start with you, but it ends with you. I look forward to seeing you uh, on Sunday if you feel called yet scared that's okay feel called there's a little survey you're gonna get when you register I wanna know specifically what's been stopping you it's a zoom call but if you give me information of what you're stopped by I'm able to incorporate that or add that in into my uh, inner child meditation with the breath work it's gonna be very powerful Um, we have several Like, we have our community and a lot of other people jumping in, and I'm really stoked. Um, It's probably the most fun I've ever had. And uh, check the link there, watch the video, and jump in. See you at the next Perfect Time.